Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Hello, 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 hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Uh, I just recorded the Eagles. Earlier today, I recorded the Colts. This is going to be the Vikings. Not that it really matters to you, but it, it got me out of whack. What I should have done is 16 Ravens, 15 Colts. I'm talking about draft positions. 14, I meant to do the Vikings because that's the spot they earned, even though the Eagles are picking 14th as we speak. Cardinals will be next. The next one I record, they have the 13th pick. The Browns have the 12th pick, but that's the Eagles pick. I I know this is sort of confusing. So I'm not going to do the Browns coming up. You know, I'm just, I kind of got a little bit out of order. The Browns will be the last one I do with the first pick overall. So the order I meant to go in, in is the draft order that they earned, not necessarily who has those picks. But it doesn't matter. We're only going to be an episode or two off here. Uh, the, but don't expect the Browns to be around the corner. So we have Vikings today. Um, next up will be Cardinals. Next up will then be Saints at 11. And then we'll count down 10 to 1 at that point. Does that make sense to you guys? I would hope so. If not... Either way, you just, you're going to read the title and say, oh, there's the Eagles. I'm going to listen to the Eagles, you know, whatever. This is the Vikings. They don't have a first-round pick. They have some money to spend, um, but they are not short of needs, and their needs are going to be tough ones. As we'll be doing, as we have been doing, we'll start on offense here and, and review what they have to have to address. But again, not having a first-round pick hurts, although I think the Bradford trade is still a successful one. You know, I think Bradford is the answer here. Unfortunately, I really worry about Bridgewater and think at this point you can't count on him at all. If you get anything out of him going forward, that's all gravy. I think you progress and you build the team as though he isn't there, and that's un- it's horrible to say, but it's a brutal business. Um, but then it also brings up the, the situation, too. I mean, Bradford... Somewhat injury prone, to say the least. If Bridgewater's not there to even count on as a number two, Sean Hill's a free agent and he's older. I mean, would you like to be better at the backup quarterback spot, but you don't want to invest too much, especially if Teddy's coming back? So that's an interesting dilemma. I would imagine you just give Hill the money that he would get no matter what, and you live with what you have there and hope that Bradford stays healthy and or Teddy gets healthy. But I do expect these guys to be active in free agency, especially without a first-round pick. Um, they're a little above average in terms of spending potential. Uh, we talked about quarterback. Peterson's not going to be there. I mean, that, that's, McKinnon will, but that's it right now. I mean, Matt Asiata is a free agent. I, I don't care if he comes back or not. I think he's more an annoyance than he is a help. Um, so they need a number one back. I mean, for sure. They had no running game at all last year, and you know, you don't have the luxury of the first-round pick there. So, you know, it's a really good running back draft, but is this going to work out for them because of their other needs? I mean, can they take their first pick in the draft Can be a running back? I would think not, considering how else the status of this team is right now. 
So somewhere they need to find a running back, and they will. I mean, there'll be somebody, but I think McKinnon's going to have to be counted on a great deal from the, from these guys. You look at the receivers. I think Diggs is a star. I think he's an underrated player, a star. Thielen, I got a Thielen is uh, is fine. You know, I think Treadwell has to step up for sure. I can't believe that he's already a bust. I'm not re- willing to accept that at this point. Charles Johnson's a guy I liked. I think Cordero Patterson is absolutely going to be gone. But I'm really intrigued where he lands and if he, you know, what's what he does in his second stop. I think he could be a better player in his second stop than he was in Minnesota for someone. And they also have Jarius Wright. So you could live with these receivers. They're not ideal. Again, I think Diggs is an underrated player, a star. Um, you could live with these guys. Certainly would be open to the idea of adding more. You're fine at tight end with Rudolph. I think you'd like to bring back Red Ellison just because he's a, you know, a blocker and they use him well. But the story, I mean, the elephant in the room, obviously, is the line. And I think you're okay at center with Joe Berger. Berger. Um, Boone at guard. Okay, not young. Willie Beavers is one of your other guards at this point. Both your tackles, Matt Khalil and Andre Smith, who were hurt last year, are free agents, and I don't think you break the bank or even put much effort in to bring those guys back. TJ Clemmings, been rooting for him. He's a pit dude. He's horrible. Um, Searles is there. They might need four starters on the offensive line, and I think it's safe to say they need three, and two of them are tackles. I would think Zimmer will go after Whitworth in a huge way. Probably Zeitler, or, you know, I don't think you get both of them, but, you know, both Cincinnati connections. Ricky Wagner, I think, would be a target. And early picks. I mean, clearly the biggest need on this team is offensive line. And as we always, always talk about, the demand is going to far outweigh the supply. And you're going to have to overpay. You're going to have to overdraft. And... You know, to be an offensive line needy team like these guys are is a really bad rock and hard play situation for me. I mean, to me, that's that's why, you know, I mentioned, yeah, they need a running back. Yeah, they need a receiver. Of course they do. I mean, especially a running back, a big one with Peterson gone. But the line is going to just demand so much of your offseason attention and capital to make it even close to respectable that really worries me when we talk about any other need with this team. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Now on D, I think there's every reason to believe that this is still an excellent, one of the top five type defenses in the league. Well coached. Lots of high picks. Lots of talent. Most of those dudes are in their prime. Uh, a lot of these guys are in year four, five. They had a, a big stretch of drafting defense. Heavy. The free agents to be are Chad Greenway. He could depart. Uh, Audie Cole, who I think is a quality player, actually. 
Terrence Newman, who's 100 years old but still keeps playing well. I would think if he comes back to anyone, it would be at a pretty good deal to the Vikes, although they have some young corners. Captain Munderland, a, a true slot corner, could see him moving on, you know, but, you know, th- these aren't huge losses. You know, you need to add some reinforcements to make up for them. There's been some talk that Sharif Floyd could be traded. Uh, he's entering a contract year. Linville Joseph, you know, in pairs with Floyd in what should be should be a little bit better than it is defensive interior. I like Joseph a lot. Thought he was better two years ago than he was this past year, but big-time run stuffer. Floyd, they need more from, but maybe he get a breakout-type year going into a contract season. Tom Johnson's a quality rotational dude for these guys. They're very good at end. Griffin, I think, is a borderline star. Robeson's best days are probably behind him. Here's a prediction. Daniel Hunter. I think he'll be the best defensive player on this team, and there's some really good ones. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a top 8, 10 type edge player if we talk you know, uh, this time next year. I think he'll be a household name and a total stud. Daniel Hunter uh, is a name to remember as a guy that is was really good this past year and I think is ready to take yet another step, stud. Um, I like Eric Kendricks a lot on the second level. I like Barr, too, but I thought he had, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that he had. As you notice, I still have this damn cough, and one of my best buds, AJ, is a doctor. Basically said everybody has it, and he's like, yeah, I'd give you an antibiotic for it, but it really won't do anything. Um, I'm just going to live with it, and it's going to take a while to get rid of. So that pisses me off, and the more I talk, the more the cough comes out, which is wonderful for my line of work, and it's a it's heavy, you know, it's all lungs. But anyways, you guys don't care. That's all good. Anyways, I like Hendricks. I like Barr. Barr started the season strong, and then I thought he really faded away. And he's interesting to me because he was a running back at one point, which is bizarre, because he's like 6'4", 6'5", 240. I thought coming out of UCLA, he was basically a pure 3-4 outside linebacker. You know, they use him off the ball a lot. I think he'd be better served, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage. He's not the most physical guy, though, to secure the edge. He is a really good athlete, but he's kind of an odd case. And right now, I thought he was coming off a little bit of a down year. Wouldn't shock me if he was battling an injury or something that we didn't all know about. Um, I don't think he needs to be replaced or anything, but maybe you consider how you use him a little bit differently. But all in all, their front seven's quite good. I mean, that's not a problem. Even without Greenway even without Cole, and I think you'd like to bring Cole back. Secondary is really good, too. I mean, I think Xavier Rhodes is now a true number one corner. I think Waynes has some, he's a first-round pick who has some upside that, you know, he's not there yet, but he's a quality player and getting better. I think you're still optimistic about him. Um, You'd like to bring back Newman just as, you know, help or Munderland. I would think Newman's certainly much more likely. Newman. Um, Cheryl's is an okay guy. They used a second-round pick on Mar- on Mackenzie Alexander last year. So they got a lot of corners. You know, I mean, you have a number one corner. And, you know, some guys that could play the slot. Uh, first-round pick from the year before in 15. So even if you don't bring back Newman, you're pretty well set in cor- at corner. And, and the secondary in, in general is quite good. Harrison Smith's one of the best safeties in the league. And the defense took a big hit when he was out late in the year. You know, probably your worst starter on defense 
is Sandejo, the the safety opposite Smith. But if that's your biggest problem on defense, I mean, there's a lot of. I just talked about the Colts. I mean, they would kill for Sandejo. You know, I mean, he'd be one of their best players. So the defense is really good, well coached. Um, I like Bradford, I think, probably more than most of you guys do. I thought he played very well under very adverse circumstances this past year, including getting thrown into the fire, you know, right off the bat, getting traded, and boom, here it's your team, and no offensive line, and uh, all short throws, but that was not because of Bradford. That was because of the protection. Almost all the problems with this team revolve around the offensive line. You don't have a first-round pick. How much can you improve the offensive line? I mean, that, to me, that's the storyline here. You know, there's some things you'd like to do. Yeah, yeah, add a running back. Or, okay, sure, we'd like to have a receiver. But, yeah, you drafted Treadwell in the first round last year. Um, how much line help can you, you know, get in here to make an immediate impact for this team? That, that's, that's what we got to look at with the Vikes.